the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, one of the MindSellCars.com. God bless you. I hope you're having a great Saturday morning. Let's take it to the Lord, dear Heavenly Father. Let this be a great day. Let everybody's eyes be open, their hearts just serving you and loving you and honoring you. As you say, let our words be a, be a blessing to others. Let our words understand what we're doing and they turn into actions, oh Lord. Help it be positive actions that we, the meditation of our heart is pleasing to you, our words and our meditation. Help us to glorify you, what we do and how we do it. Help us, O oh Lord, to see the truth, know the truth, understand what's going on in our lives and everything around us. And ask us all in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. All I hope y'all have had a great week. Man, I, keep, I continue to learn more and more in Romans seven fourteen. You wouldn't believe it. I'm telling you, it's so awesome, so um, life-changing. You know, you've been through the Word many, many a time, and and I just see so much in it that uh, pertains to the car business, pertains to our decisions, pertains to um, what's happening in our business. I mean, even the good dealers are having to make more money, the overhead more strenuous. The salespeople under more demanding pressure. Um, the salesperson happened to learn to be a friend and smile at you and love you and, and then just take every available dollar. Would a friend take every available dollar that you have? You know, um, also I live by something that uh, I want to tell you about. Be the change you want to see in the world. I want to be that change. I want to see my listeners understand what's trying to be done to them, understand that the world is a, is a different place than what we have in the Spirit, when the Spirit lives in us. And when we have contentment and we have joy and peace and happiness, that we don't have that the world constantly, constantly enticing us with so much things, so many commercials, so much glamour, so much envy. It's just everything that's going on in our lives uh, that is going 90, 95 miles an hour. But I see the changes in the in the business, and it's, it's just a big, big change. I think we can open up the lines this morning. I'm not sure. Uh, 210-340. 9585 210 340 and I'm going to give you a I'm going to give you my mobile number in a little bit so get a pen and paper and give me a call and let's talk about 
the change in the world that we want to see, do we start that step? I mean, is that you? Is that me? What Do we say things? You know, my dad used to say something, do as I say, not as I do. You know, I'm right in the middle of training uh, my son to drive, you know, and sometimes I get a little over the speed limit, and I don't, I don't speed much. I mean, to me, speeding's five miles over the speed limit, uh, and I try to stay around the speed limit. And let me tell you, I was a fast driver years ago, but traffic's got thicker. People have got a little out of out of whack, and so I try. I'm trying to teach him the right way to be content with our speed, not to. We don't own the road out there, but some people think they do own the road. And they'll push you around and they'll cut you off. And, and if you let that happen to you, every time you get behind the wheel, you'll be in that same position of doing that. You'll be in that same anger. You know, you'll get in the car and you'll get angry. Well, Satan loves that. He loves us to be angry. He loves us to be in that position. And so we're enticed by other people doing it, and they're cutting us off, and they're taking my rights. They're offending me, you know. But what about the car salesman? They're taking our rights to freedom. They're taking our rights to enjoy life, to be able to give, to live comfortably. But no, no, that's the big secret. We keep it, we keep it to ourselves. And we, we don't need to be doing that. What, what makes you content? You know, and uh, I had a Ferrari in front of me. Well, he cut me off. He come buzzing by me, and then he cut in front of me, and he was zigzagging in and out. And seven, eight miles down the road, I was caught up with him again. But he acted like he was mad at the world. How many times do somebody act like they're mad at the world? And But how do you control that? How do you hide that? Well, you hide that with a smile? Or, or, or passing off the finger to somebody. How do you how do you show that? How do you show love when you need to show love? You know, I've, I've talked about this quite a bit. You know, if you think the salesperson loves you, they love your money. You think the salesperson wants wants to take care of you, they want the money. They don't care about you. That money is their god, and that's what it takes. They will, they're so happy to make the big dollars. At all times. That's what they want. They want that number on the board. They want that bonus. I was told the other day that they had some units that had, and I, I don't know how true this is, but, man, this uh, this lady was telling me about her sales uh, buddy who sold cars, and um, she happened to work at, at Valero, and uh, she was telling me that there were some $10,000 bonuses on high-dollar ill-equipped units. And that this guy sold one of them, and he got the ten thousand. But he worked every angle he could to get the units sold. Have you ever felt like a salesperson is using every angle they can in order to sell you what you want to sell? That's the key. Understanding what's going on. I want an even playing field for for you. And you know, I keep telling you, a neurosurgeon goes to school for eight years, but car salesmen go to school forever and ever and ever. And there's so much stuff I keep telling you also. Go to YouTube if you want to be entertained. Go to YouTube and see the headings is how to sell a car, how to close a deal, how to, you know, be there. Uh, it's just so – there's 150 
of those classes that salespeople take. And then there's 150 more emails. And then there's there's sales uh, meetings every day. You make the sales meetings. What do they do in a sales meeting every day? They have one for an hour, 30 minutes to an hour. They go across every salesman's deal and see why they didn't sell it or how they sold it or what they said. So all the salespeople, all the managers can get together. And you've got a, a group of people that's working so hard to make all the money they can, and they're studying you. They study every day. And then after they leave that meeting, they're required to go and, and uh, study more. You know, and then they're expected to hang out and badmouth the other customers that walk in. They make fun of y'all because you're below them. I got news for you. They're so much smarter, but they use that same technology, that same education and everything they buy. And that's why they're ahead of the, of their financial market because they're not losing big money on what they drive. They don't. Have, they don't get charged 10000 profit. They don't buy the bad stuff. They don't buy um, Gap when they don't need it. They don't buy extended warranties at full retail price. And, you know, here you are, you're buying a brand-new car, and it's under warranty, and you buy a lifetime warranty or a 100,000-mile warranty. There's no lifetime warranties. You pay five to six, uh, five to six times what that warranty costs. That's the key. What benefit? Talks about in the Bible benefit. What do you benefit? What benefit? The benefit in the Bible is living the right life with joy and peace and love. Living the right life, understanding what God's got for us. You know, and, and we, we talked about, and God, and He says, I, I know the plans I have for you. He acknowledges the Lord. Plans to, to prosper you, not harm you. Plans of a hope and a future. And when you call upon me and you come to me and you pray to me, I will listen. And when you seek me, you will, and when you seek me and you seek me with all your heart, you will find, you'll be found by me. And I'm telling you, that's the key. You know, we're searching for the world to learn from. The world's not going to teach us anything that, that uh, will benefit us. Your benefit comes from the Lord. Your benefit comes from the joy and the peace and the word. And if you live by the word and, and, and when you've got the word in you, the Holy Spirit will, will benefit you. But in Romans, we just talk about, I just, it has just hit me so hard. I've been in it for about two weeks. Romans seven fifteen. I do not understand what I do. Man, how many times have you walked into a car dealership? And done something you didn't understand how you got done. I, I get so many people that call me after they bought a new car, a used car, just so much, and say, "I don't know what happened, but I bought something I didn't intend to buy. I spent more money than I wanted to spend. I did some things that I didn't want to do. How do I get out? Well, I got news for you: the thrill of the moment, that thrill." may come to ruin in your life, may cause you not to have any money left at the end of the month, may cause you pain and misery in, in every opportunity that you think you want to do and how you want to do. And, man, I just I just see so many people in trouble, and it, it, they didn't understand what to do. I had a little lady come in about a year ago, and I felt so sorry for her. She said, Mr. Adams, I can't handle a $575 payment. I said, oh, no, you've got a $575 payment? Yeah, she said, I said, well, how many months? She said, I don't know. 
I said, you don't know? I said, who financed it? She said, I don't know. I said, what was your interest rate? She said, well, I don't know. I said, what did they give you trade in? She said, you know, there were so many different figures, I don't know. I said, in other words, they, they spun you. Well, I guess so. But all I know is that I signed up for $575 a month, and that don't fit my budget. I got so excited and, you know, and looked at the new car. And that young salesperson, man, he worked so hard for me, and he spent so much time I had to buy from him. Well, I mean, I got news for you. That's their job. That's their job to wear you out. Who's your Delilah? Man, I'm going to tell you, I can talk about Delilah. I've had some Delilahs in my life. You know, Delilah used her persistence to wear down Samson. You'll see that in Judges. She wore it down. Now, gets back to what when she wore him down, what happened? He, I did not understand what I do. Did Samson understand what he was uh, was doing? It fits so many times in our lives. We don't understand what we're doing. Why? Because we're not in tune with the Holy Spirit. We're not walking in the Word. We're not sharing the love, joy, peace that comes from the Lord with others. And so many salespeople, I feel sorry for them. I've, I've talked to Steve Sorensen, my mentor, one of them. I have so many. I'm a blessed person to have so many mentors in my life. But, you know, he, he woke me up to saying, you know, don't you feel sorry for the salespeople? The demand, the pressure coming down from the other management, from the owners of, of how much they've got to make. And then, you know, I talk about PACs. Remember, the PAC is the money that the salesperson doesn't participate in. You know how that goes. They don't participate in that pack. They have to make over 2000 2500 before they start making any money. So most of these deals are, are many deals nowadays, but every dealer has a pack, so then they talk about making very little money. I was talking to uh, one of my guys I trained years ago in the car business who's in the car business in Phoenix, Arizona. And I, I said, what's going on right now? And I hadn't talked to him in about six months. And I, I checked with him, and I said, hey, man, what is going on in your part of the world? And he said, my part of the world? He said, man, there's one dealership out here that uh, pays all the money for the used cars, and they they sell about a thousand a month, and they've got a bunch of stores all the way around. And he said it's not CarMax, it's not the big boys, it's an independent. He said, but let me tell you something, Randy. I think he does illegal things. I mean, you know, there is so many dealers, so many violations that they can't keep up with all of that. What's going on? So you got to understand exactly. What's going on? They sell these cars cheap. And he says, you know, they give all the money, and then they sell them cheap. And I said, what's the deal? And he said, they make all the money on the backside. He said, a buddy of mine went in there because they were selling this one car cheap. And he said, what is going on at this price? And they said, we'll sell it to you, but you got to finance with us. And he said, no, I'm not financing with you. i got cash money. So what happened on the deal? They added a thousand dollars. They told him, said you can't buy this car unless you add it. That's illegal to go up on a price. Once the person gives you a price, finance, cash, or whatever, they got to honor it. He said, I know it's illegal, but they get by with it out here. I guess I don't know if anybody's not complaining, nobody's paying attention, or what. 
But that happens in every dealership, the new wave of doing business. I'm at a good dealership that recently I had a gentleman go in that had cash money, and they charged him financial reserve of $975. When he asked him, said, what is that? said, well, $975 is because we're not making any money on financing. We, we've got to charge you this extra price. He said, I'm not paying it. He said, you've got to pay it. They argued a little bit. He walked out. Hey, they stopped him. They wanted to sell the unit. They wanted to try. He made, they made him mad. He said, if they're going to lie to me and work me this hard, I'm going to walk out. So we ended up working, and we finally found a good deal for him, and he got to the And that was a good dealer. So what is happening in the business? The business has got to make more money. The overhead continues up. Hey, when's the last time insurance went down? How'd you like to be paying insurance on 10, 20, 30, 40 million dollars worth of inventory? How'd you like to pay interest on it? Well, that's what they've got to do. And that goes up. When's the last time your electricity went, bill went down? When's the last time workman's comp went down for you business people? Overhead climbs every, every day. So what do they do? YouTube will tell you. They get you in a position where, Romans 7, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not. I do I not do. But what I hate to do. You know, do you hate yourself after you bought this car? Do you hate the car? You know, the commercials, I love them. Do you hate your car? Do you hate your payment? Do you hate what you owe? Do you hate everything around? Well, come on over here, and we're going to put you in a new vehicle. Guess what? Uh You're going to owe way too much. You're not going to like this one in two, three years now because the new smell, smell will be off, and you're going to be back in that position. Did Delilah, who's your Delilah? Is Delilah a car salesman? Is a Delilah the smell and the, and the glamour of a new car dealership? Who's your Delilah? Who is bringing you down? You know, it, it's so true. You know, it. We even Samson, after what all he went through, at the, at the end he turned back to God. God's always waiting on us. The Word's always waiting on us. It's always available. It's always there for you to use, to study, to love, to grow in and understand. But too many times we don't think about the Word. We think about ourselves because the world entices us, entices us so good. It's unbelievable. But in Samson Delilah, I mean, who is your Delilah? Do you hate? You know, I keep talking about we work in hours and hours. And what happens? Those hours are gone forever, forever. And then that money goes to that car, and the loss of value goes forever. You know, we don't think about loss of value on a vehicle, but when you drive it off the showroom floor, everybody drives a used car, everybody. And so we drive it off that showroom floor, and what happens? The value loses, and it's gone forever. Our time's gone forever. The value's gone forever, and we don't think about that. All we think about is the moment, that moment of that that desire, the moment of driving a new car. A buddy of mine bought a car, and he thought, man, nobody in the world's got one like this. It was a new brand out. He was so cool with it, and he thought it was awesome. And guess what? He said he was down the road about an hour later, and there was another brand new one 
just like it, exactly like it. And he said, I thought I had something everybody else didn't have. Another buddy of mine driving a brand-new Corvette said, nobody's ever drove this car. And I mentioned to him, guy at the manufacturer, the guy at the dealership, the guy here, there, and around. So what are you thinking? What are you dreaming about? What are you thinking about? What did Samson think about when he went down? What was he wanting that moment of passion? And that's a moment of passion that sometimes we have when we're sitting in that brand-new car. We're thinking nobody else in the world wants it. Nobody else needs it. So, uh, I mean, that's the key. What think Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow in the long run in what you want to do, where you're walking, where you've been, what's going on in your life, because you need it. That's your valuable time that you've lost, that money that you've earned. And you give it away. And what benefit did you get? Did it help your body? Did it help your mind? You know, what's it going to benefit in the long run? And that's what so many people never think about. So what we do, we hate. You hate what you're doing. You hate the decisions you're making. Who are you using as a co-pilot? Who are you getting your, your education from? You want to get it from the world? The world wants you to spend. They want you to be broke. They want all your available money. But I hate what I do. I've made a lot of decisions I've hated. But I tell you what, I'm working so hard in changing them. I'm working so hard in making better decisions. I'm working so hard in being wise what I do and what I do with my money. I'm working so wise in what the future is going to be, what's going to happen. Talked to a gentleman here a couple of weeks ago. Bought a brand new truck, something he didn't need. He rewarded himself, and he got he got laid off. You know, and and here he needs to sell it, and it's it's a seventeen Ford uh, extended cab XLT, and but he now he needs to get rid of the payment, and he he owes too much. What you know? What caused him to think about that? What caused him? You know, he wasn't thinking about the future. Did he save up enough money, or when he bought it and he drove it off the showroom floor, that loss of value went out there? Well, that loss of value came out of his pocket. What do you hate? What you do? Well, I don't understand what I do sometimes, and I'm working on it every day to be better at what I'm doing. You know, love is a choice, not an action. And that's that's the key. Love is a choice, not an action. And that's that's what you've got to figure out. Do you really love what you're doing? Do you love the choices? Do you love do you understand what you're doing? You know, love is is so many times we we cause it just to be a word instead of a situation. You know, a love is an action. And I just feel so sorry for these salespeople because they've got to put on that mask that they're concerned and they love. Well, you know, I've talked about the latest commercial, you know. They didn't try to sell me. They tried to help me, help you out of your money, help you out of your future, help you out of lost value. What did they try to help you do? You think they're opening up that multi-million, and that was, that's about a $40 million business that's sitting there, and they're they're, you know, they're helping you. Yeah, they're helping that dealership to be open. They're helping that salesperson to have plenty of money. But they're helping to clear the money on the pack that's on that the pack, the money that goes directly to the owners, not to the salesperson. He doesn't participate in it at all. 
So be the change you want to see in the world. You want the world to be better? You want the world to do better? You, the key is you got to start. you got to start with your decisions, your actions, the way you do business, the way you handle your situation, the way you handle your life. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Who is your Delilah? Who causes you to fail? Who causes you to be weak? Who causes you to get your eyes and, and focus off of, of God? You know, Samson was, had a great ministry. God was proven so much through his life and his strength and, and his ability and, and so much in his life. But Delilah brought him down. What's bringing you down? You know, and I explained it in Valero down the Corpus, uh, and I'll get back to that. Thank you, San Antonio. Thank you, the area. Hey, text somebody. We, you know, the phone number here is, is 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions. Love to talk to you. And uh, I'll give you my mobile right after the second half of the show. Get pen and paper. Also, uh, this is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. I buy the good, the bad, the ugly. I want to buy your car. I want to tell you what it's worth. I want to give you an opportunity to know where you stand, where you sell it to me, sell it to somebody else, trade it in. Uh, 95% of my ministry is talking to you and giving you free information. God bless you. Text somebody. We'll be right back. Thank you, Smile. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio. And you, too, can take advantage of our better bottom-line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. What's amazing to me is what's going on in the car business today. You know, the changes the last few years. Hello, this is Randy Adams. I guess I'll tell you who you're listening to. Randy Adams, Learn to Buy, SellCars.com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Also, I help a lot of people get um, vehicles. Uh, I've been on the radio for four years, and I want to thank KSLR, Shemaya, and Baron, and, and Barry, and Michael, and just everybody that works with me at uh, KSLR. i tell you, uh, let me explain something that a lot of people don't understand. This station is working with me big time, and the reason is they want to give back to the community. They want you to. They want to show the community they care about your needs, your decisions, your choices, and this station does care about it. They want you to be the best you can be. They don't want you to be in in debtor's prison. They don't want you to be buried in the vehicle you're driving and hate what you drive, hate what you owe. 
but they're concerned about you. And also we're looking for other sponsors who wants to prove to the community they care about you. I mean, if I don't care what you are, give me a call on my mobile. Here's my mobile. Hope you got pen and paper, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789, and I'll give it again a little later, so get pen and paper. But this radio station cares about you. They're working. They're helping me in so many different ways because they care about you. They want you to be the best you can be. They want you to have money at the end of the month. They want you to put money aside to retire on and have money to help your family and help your friends and be a giver, not a taker, you know. And that's the key. There's two kinds of people in this world, givers and takers. The problem is there's more takers than givers. In the car business, there are probably 95% of takers, maybe even more here lately, because the business has changed. Overhead, demand, pride, greed, keeping up with the Joneses, outselling the guy down the street, outselling the guy. I was talking to a lady that uh, went to a dealership in Corpus, and uh, there was this one, several companies on all the dealerships down there. And uh, there was a car that she was wanting at the other car lot, and the the demand to sell units, and they're cutthroat with each other, and they're in competition with each other. And she had a friend that she knew, and, and they worked it out. It probably was a decent deal. It wasn't a great deal. But she got her vehicle. Her friend got the, the commission, and he got the mark on the board. But the competition in the business today is tremendous. The the radio people ought to love it because so many dealerships are advertising on radio. They're spending big money to get your dollar, get your attention, get you on home field advantage, get you inside that dealership in order to make the money. They want your money. They don't want you to walk out. And I'm going to tell you, potential buyers, people with money, they don't want you to leave that door. A friend of mine went to a store here a while back. They had the perfect color, perfect car, perfect equipment, exactly what him and his wife wanted. And he'd, he could afford it. Two kinds of cars afford and can't afford. He could afford it. So he goes in the dealership, and they they put the, the song and dance on him, and they're working him to the max. And he finally gets the price where he thinks it's halfway decent. And he said, I'm paying a little more than I think I should have. But it was the right unit, and we thought we were going to be happy with the unit. And then he got in the F&I department, and he asked him, what is this $45? Because he had half down. And he could have probably paid even more than that, but comfortably he put a half down. And they said, what's this, this $45 a month payment? Well, that's just a that's just a charge, you know, a one time charge. And come to find out, he was financing it for forty eight months, and it was a forty five dollars times forty eight months. Hey, that's a lot of money right there, given away. So he said, I'm not paying that. So anyway, a little battle this that and the other. And he said, I'm leaving. They said, No, we'll take it off. So they got it off, you know. So then all of a sudden, he sees an add on of eighteen hundred dollars. He said, what is this? He said, well, that's package that we put on all our cars. So what's the package? So said, it's seals. He said, well, that's just wax. He said, pinstripe. He said, that's not much money. I see that roll of stripes, not but six, eight bucks. 
takes 30 minutes to put on at the max if you're messing around. And they said, in floor mats. He said, new cars don't come with floor mats anymore? I said, well, we put our special floor mats in there. He said, I didn't notice them any special. He said, but I'm not paying that 1800 I said, well, well, you've got to. And he said, no, no, I'm not paying that 1800 I listen to Randy Adams, and he tells me not to pay these add-ons, not to pay the wax, not pay dealer prep, not to pay all that stuff that he's that you've added on this. And he, they said, well, you got to. And he said, no, I'm out of here. I'm walking out. I'm, I'm tired of the tricks and the games. Started out the door, and the manager's all, he said, it looked like a, uh, a running back heading for the goal line. He said, everybody wanted to tackle me and stop me from going out of that dealership. So they got, gathered him up, come back in. They took that price off. After another battle or two, he said, Randy, that was an half and a half for two hours. He said, we finally got the price down, finally got everything straight. I went through, just like I listened to your show, he said, every mark I looked and see if there was scratched out, if there was a price in there, what they were trying to do. He said, I took my phone, I added up the payments, I added up everything, I figured the interest rate in there. He said, and they were trying to get me on interest rate. He said, picked up the phone, called Randolph Brooks, told him what I was doing. They were thrilled. They gave me 1.9. He said, I was thrilled. And he said, we finally put the deal together. He said, but I'm going to tell you, I was wore completely out. What did we talk about, Delilah? Delilah a while ago? Yeah, yeah. Didn't she wear down uh, Samson? That's what we talked about. She wore him down? Well, that's what the car dealers want to do. They want to wear you down. Delilah used her pers- her persistence to wear down Samson. You ever been wore down by a car dealership? There's very, I'm not sure I've ever had anybody tell me they love walking into a car dealership. 99% of the people tell me I hate buying a car. I hate walking into dealerships. And that's why they pay me to get the deal done and put the deal together. Um, There's a simple fee I charge $100 most of the time or $195. But I help so many people. Get the stress. I can get a brand new Chevrolet, GMC, Buick, Ford, Chevrolet, Lincoln, Cadillac, Dodge, Jeep, uh, Toyota delivered to your door without the hassle with the best price. And I'll buy your car. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Just bought a 21,000 mile uh, Highlander from some people. Uh, parents couldn't drive anymore. Um, we're buying right now a 15 Dodge diesel Mac Daddy baby doll with low miles. Um, 16 Ford diesel. That's just the example of the stuff. Uh, yesterday I bid a 550 Dodge, uh, regular cab 4x4 flatbed diesel, um, two wheel drive diesel. Um, hey, I bid, uh, 03 for some people needing to sell an 03 Camry with 200,000 miles. I'm, I'm buying it, looks like, from the people. So I buy the goods, bad enough, but you need to know what your vehicle's worth. Because I'm going to tell you something. You walk into these dealerships, they'll see profit walking in. Uh, I bought a vehicle the other day. The dealership offered the people 1500 for it, and I gave 4000 That's a big difference. And percentage-wise, that was over 100% what they were getting back out of the car. You know? And then I ended up showing them how to buy and where to buy and what to do. And then they saved even more money in what they bought. Desperate dealers do desperate things, and I'm going to tell you something. We're in desperate times.
for these dealerships. You think they're opening up these multi-million dollar used car and new car dealerships over not making money? Uh, you'll see they're spending big time money, but people walk into these big used car dealerships, not new car, and they've got a thousand to choose from and another five thousand in the area that they can go get. But people get all excited about the service and the convenience. And they, they're persistent. They wear you down. And what happens? You get in there in the F&I department. You've already paid too much for the vehicle that you bought because they've got to make money on the vehicles. They don't make money on parts service. And they got the big overhead. The key to me is my overhead is super low and getting lower. My overhead is almost nothing compared to these guys. And they've got this, they're sitting on a million, million and a half month dead overhead that they've got to clear. And then, you know, so they're sitting on trying, got to make this money. And they make their money in the F&I department. They make their money on the interest they charge you. So many people walk in these big uh, used car independent stores. And they sign up, and they're signing up at 10, 12, and 15% interest. They're going for 15 many a time. I've got a dealer that finances everybody in the world, and he finances them at 15%. And we're good people. He's got a doctor. He's got two cars. And uh, he called me the other day. He said, I need a car for my doctor. And uh, he said, you know, the one I finance. I said, yeah, the one you charge 15%. He said, yeah. I said, this guy got good credit, bad credit. He said, excellent credit. He said, but he never asked, so I'll just charge him 15%. See, if you don't look and you don't ask, they'll charge you the max, the pure max that you can, that they can. So where are you at in your, you want to pay 15% interest when you can get by with one or two or 3%? You've got to open your eyes. You Quit being so gullible. I mean, so many people are naive that car dealers are their friends. I got news for you. Even your friends, you know what I say? Hey, you got to make money on your friends. Your enemies don't come around. Well, that's true. And and so many times, I, I was at doing a at Valero and Corpus. I was doing a presentation, and several people come up later and said, "Yeah." So I had a friend of mine that sold cars for a year. He sold all his friends, all his relatives, all his neighbors, all his coworkers, and he said. Uh, then what happened, he said, uh, you know, after he made money on all of them and all of us, got us buried, and we paid too much money, he said, then, he, you know, they cut him loose because he wasn't a great salesperson, but he sold all his friends. He, you know, yo, I want to help old Johnny. Yeah, he got him a new job, and they, they're taking care of me, and he's convinced, and I'm convinced, man, I got the best deal in the world, and he is really good, and I, I want to help him. The problem is he's helped you out of your money. He's helped you out of what, you know, you could have saved a bunch of money. And you're paying, I've, I've seen lately some eight and $10,000 profits by dealers, and you're paying interest on it. You know, uh, Albert Einstein said the, the eighth wonder of the world is compound interest. Well, compound interest is people profit that they shouldn't have made on you that you allow them to make, and now you're paying interest on it. Eighth wonder of the year? Man, I don't know. That sounds pretty stupid to me. But, you know, take my advice, son, and do whatever your little heart desires. But I'd rather keep my money. I'd rather keep my time. I'd rather invest in the future, invest in retirement, invest in my family, help my family. 
Do I need to throw all this money away? You know, I drive 09 Grand Marquis right now. Love it. Gets 23 miles per gallon. They, when I pull up to a stop sign, the people don't beg me for money. It looks like they're wanting to give me money. I, and it, hey, it don't cost me nothing. I want to be productive. I want to be the best I can be. This show cost me out of back pocket national. Thank you, North Park uh, Toyota. And if you're a sponsor, you'd love to sponsor this show. Uh, give me a call on my mobile. Here's my mobile number. I hope you got pen and paper. 830-708-4789. You know, Romans 718 says, For I have the desire to do what is good, but I, not, I cannot carry it out. I cannot carry it out. You know, we got good intentions when we walk into these dealerships. We know what we're going to do. But you're going against trained assassins, trained professionals, trained to be your friend, trained to smile. And, you know, easiest way for them to smile at you, hey, thinking about that big commission check they can get off of you. I cannot carry it out. Why can't we carry it out? Have you examined yourself lately? You know, I love uh, in Psalms where it says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. How many times do we let our, you know, there's a great preacher in San Antonio uh, that came to teach one night, and he said uh, he was driving, and somebody nearly wrecked him, and the punk in him came out. I thought, man, even this great man of the word, this great preacher in San Antonio, the punk came out of him. Does the punk come out of you? Did the punk come out of Samson and Delilah? The punk of of uh, desire, the punk of of rage, the rage came out of him. You know, and he nearly got himself in a bad situation over letting him get offended, let him get manipulated. And, and it was, you know, he wanted to prove something. Are you trying to prove something in your purchases? Are you trying to prove something to yourself and others? You you try to prove that, you know, you're somebody that you don't want to be in the long run. You hate what you do. You hate the decisions, the words that we use. You know, we've got to be content in our walk with the Lord. We've got to be content what he's given us. But so many people are not. We have the desire to do what is good. Driving down the road, we have the desire to do good. But I cannot carry it out. Also in, in Romans 7, it talks about evil being all around us. Well, when you're walking into a car dealership, you wouldn't believe how much evil's around you, how much desire to make money, how the money is their God. We keep, this is a great big game. You can call it football game. We can call it basketball, baseball, ping pong, whatever you want to call this game of purchasing vehicles. But the key to it is we keep score with money, your money. We love your money. Who do you love? Yeah, well, 
when you walk in a dealership, they love you and your money. They want to put it in their pocket. They don't care. How can a salesperson that don't know you know what you can afford? How can a salesperson that don't know what's going on in your life know what you should buy, how you should buy it, how you should handle it, what's going to be good for you, what's going to be good for you for the next three, five, ten years? How does a salesperson that you just met, or maybe you bought from them before, you know, the little lady I was talking to at Valero and Corpus, she said her friend, who's an outstanding salesperson, says the people he makes the most money on come back. Why? Because he's a – I said, you understand why? She said, no. I said, because he's a great salesperson. He projects love, and the love is for money because he says he makes a lot of money on those return customers because he projects that love. He's so smooth. He's so slick. And he's got that pizzazz in him. He's got that – karma in him you know and it fits his lifestyle but is he burnt out to what's doing right he brags about making the big money on the on the customers that keep coming back where's that brag come from pride greed and keeping up with the joneses is he treating his fellow man that he says he loved right getting every available dollar you know and that's part of why that i've gone on the radio to buy cars because I've seen so many dealerships, and, and it's happened to me and my friends. I often talking about uh, two years ago, a friend of mine had a truck, had 200,000 miles, but let me tell you something, it was brand new. This guy knows how to take care of a truck, and it was brand new. Well, this company bought him a brand new truck. This truck getting 200,000 miles, sitting around the house, not doing nothing, had to charge the battery, had to jump start at a time or two, decides to sell it. So he's by to see me one day, and I said, hey, man, uh, you got a new truck? And he said, yeah, the company bought it. I said, well, let me have your old truck. And he said, I sold CarMax. I said, you did? And he said, yeah, they gave me $7,000. I said, oh, no, Larry. I want you to do that. I said, why didn't you come by here? He said, well, it's 200,000 miles, Randy. You know, something happened. I, you know, I don't want to say your problem. I said, it wasn't no problem, was there? And he said, no, nothing wrong with it. I said, well, your truck's worth nine grand." Well, I didn't know. I said, well, you gave 2000 away, and I got news for you. If you cared about me, you'd give me the opportunity where I could make money on it. I could have made money from 9000 so what do you think they made from 7000 You've got to shop your vehicle. You've got to know what it's worth. You've got to know where you stand. Now, don't dream about big figures because i got to know there's no pie in the sky. A vehicle's worth what it's worth. And there's different times of the year when some of them are worth more than others. So you've got to know who you're doing business with. And, you know, I had uh, one of the questions I had at Valero um, last Thursday was, uh, what about small towns? Yes, small towns. You know, I've, I've got notes for on the, writing a book from uh, mom-and-pop stores to billionaires. And there's still some mom-and-pop stores in, in the surrounding cities. Plus, their overhead is a lot cheaper than it is in the big cities. So they can make less, and, and but they pay the same money as the big cities. It's just that they can make less because their overhead's less, and they need to sell the units, and they need to move the units, you know. And so, and they're hands-on. They don't have a big corporation or billionaires sitting off in Washington or, or Nebraska or 
somewhere waiting on the big profits and demanding the big profits. I know of a dealership recently that uh, had a great manager, and they were making money, but it wasn't enough. So they did big time flushing out of everybody and starting all over. I'm thinking, why? Why would they do it? A great store doing good? No, it's time to change. It's time to move on. It's time to do something. And people need to know exactly what's going on. Not no tricks. You know, and I mean, telling the truth. Here we go again. I used to think 30% of the dealers told the truth. Then it got down to 20. Right now, I think it's 10%. I know those 10%. I've been in the business 55 years. I know what's going on in the business. I know the good, the bad, and the ugly. I've lived it. I know it. Good thing the Lord came into my life 25 years ago and changed me because I know the desires I had and what the desires are today. But I know the good, the bad, and the ugly. I know what's going on. But I'm a blessed person in the business because I know what a $100 car is worth and a $100,000 car is worth. I offered 95000 for a 18 Demon the other day. 95000 for a used car. But I know what that car is worth. I know where to sell it. The problem is man's trying to get finance now on the other vehicle he's buying. Now, how do you buy a $95,000 car? And you owe 90000 on it. That don't make sense. Man, afford and can't afford. That one got into the can't afford area, in my opinion, especially if you're not going to keep it, especially if you're not going to drive it. You know, but here this man, because it's a hot rod and because it's a specialty unit, paid 10000 over window sticker. So in the time you pay taxes, you pay over window sticker, all your money went for the profit and the taxes and the transfer. So he still owes 90000 on an $88,000 window sticker vehicle. Man, does that make sense to you? It don't make sense to me. Man, if I, if I was going to buy that car and I didn't have half down, I wouldn't be interested. But I, I do know the difference, and I do know that car is going to be worth 50000 in the near future. How would you like to lose 50000 How'd you like to lose on some of these Bentleys? Saw lots of Rolls Royces and Bentleys lately. The maintenance, the upkeep. And you know what? I got a buddy of mine that bought a brand new Ferrari. Oh, man, he's Mac Daddy and he thinks he's the king of the world. But I got news for him. The maintenance, he hauls it in closed trailer. He bought an enclosed trailer to take it to service. He lives 100 from the service department, 100 miles from the service department. You buy a trailer in order to take it to get it serviced. And after that first service he had was $10,000 it cost him. The first couple of services were free because, you know, you pay 300 and something thousand for a car. And I'm telling him, you know, he said, what's my car worth today? Oh, you lost a hundred grand. This boy hates to lose at checkers. And he lost a hundred thousand. He lost ten thousand on the first service that he made, had to do on the car, and he's hauling the car around in the enclosed trailer. How much trouble, time, effort he's making in order to get that car serviced? Well, that's that's his lifestyle. That's what he wants. Benefit. It benefits his, I guess, his desire, his his proud show off. You know, he loves to go. 
places, park the thing way out in the way so nobody will hit it, nobody will put a door ding on it, and stand around and talk, act like he's talking on the phone so everybody see he owns a Ferrari. You know, that's the key in this life. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure and go to my website. Uh, describe your car. I want to buy it. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Got some great deals on some low mileage off-lease stuff. It's uh, company vans, uh, 15 passenger vans. You can save 10 to 15,000. Uh, just sold a truck. Got a new one's 34,000 at 17,000 miles. They're picking it up Tuesday. It's got 17,000 miles. They save $14,000. 14,000 on a low mileage regular cab truck. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. God bless you, San Antonio. I love you. I hope that I'm making a difference in my in your life. I know you're making a difference in my life, that I get an opportunity to help you, be your mentor, love you, show you the way to do it properly, correctly, orderly, and biblically. Don't be Samson. Don't let Delilah bring you down. Hey, be strong in the Word, be strong in the Holy Spirit, be strong in the Lord, and He'll lead and guide you in the right direction. God bless you. I love you. Talk to you next week. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.